0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. Has come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. I am your host Adam Cousins. And you probably realize over the last couple of days there has been no Andy Burrows. Our illustrious leader is on his hollybobs bobs. For two weeks, he's uh, in Spain. Normally, he would do the Smackdown review show, but he did say that uh, on Saturday morning, he said that he had no internet. Though so if you saw a couple of pictures on the Friday night, it may have something to do with the uh, copious amounts of Jager bombs that were disposed of. <laughs> but uh, Andy, hope you have a great holiday. So for the next couple of weeks, you just have me and my tag team partner, my colleague, my good pal, today it's smack dave but obviously we all know him as dave robinson dave hello
1: hey am i you okay
0: all good all good indeed so smackdown was on friday we appreciate this is monday sorry but uh andy had no internet dave was asleep uh i wish i could sleep uh dave but uh, uh but uh yes so we're doing it today but uh kudos uh wwe for nxt's uh Great American Bash last night. If you haven't seen it, I would very much watch that, especially the Eli Dragunov, um match with Carmelo Hayes. It is absolutely sensational. Um, so I would seriously go out of your way. If you only watch one match on that show, watch that one because it is fantastic. So there you go, Dave. A bit of uh, research, homework if you wanted to do watch a bit more wrestling. Yeah, sounds good. But anyway, we roll on. Smackdown uh, started with uh, Jey Uso, Roman Reigns, and they're talking about tribal combat. Um, I've not said this about the bloodline. Usually when it gets to a point they when they need to change it up or they need to in insert something or make a change, they do they're not at the minute, and it just feels very reputive. I don't know what you made at the beginning, but I just felt that it was sort of going around in circles and going nowhere, and it's the first time that I've really felt that way.
1: Yeah, i felt like that the last few weeks, to be honest. Even if they're good segments, they don't really progress the story much, and as we've called it, one of the greatest, if not the greatest story that WWE have ever told. Um, I don't want to start criticising it too much, but... My bigger issue with it is that I don't believe that Jay's got any chance of beating Roman at Summerslam, and I think that is the underlying thing for me. Um, yeah. I know he's the only man to pin Roman, and he did that in the tag match, but but still, there's just there's not enough for me to believe that Jay Uso is going to be leaving the undisputed champion. So I think maybe that plays into it a little bit, and and I suppose until we get to that match and we see how they execute that match and the aftermath. Um, we're kind of stuck in this position for a short while.
0: Mm, we are indeed, we are indeed. um yeah, it just felt like they were going and talking about the same stuff, Jay's in trying to get into Roman's head a little bit, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's again, yeah, there's not been much filler in this storyline, but this does feel like a bit of filler, yeah, um, and it's it's as if. You know, we criticize AEW sometimes for not getting the matches um, in place for the pay per view. So to, to promote them, this match has been announced for a few weeks now, uh, and it's, it seems to me they just want to get to that match now, and they haven't got too much in terms of creativity or different direction with the story mm. until we get to SummerSlam. Is it the end of it after?
0: Is Roman gonna? Are they gonna be thinking about doing something else with Roman after this, or is there another chapter of it still to go? I
1: think there's another chapter. As long as Roman's got the title, um, the bloodline storyline will continue. Now that may be without the Usos. I can't see Jimmy coming back and, and and having like a similar match with Roman. I don't see that. They did a lot more with Jay, obviously during lockdown. We had the the main event. Jay Uso yep. storyline so it, it's fair really that they you know Jay gets this opportunity and he gets this match at SummerSlam and nobody's begrudging him that um, w- would they pull a massive for him, put the title on Jay? Oh, I can't I just can't see it. No. Maybe, maybe they do and if they do then I think yeah you could say that, that Roman disappears for a while as I'm so convinced that Roman's going to leave with a title I think the Bloodline storyline continues as well
0: Hopefully, we'll continue with a new, as you say, a new chapter and gives us something else to look forward to rather than this reputable stuff that we've had uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, The first match, now, this was a really, I don't know the word of it, now, it was the the United States uh, Invitational Final between Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, uh, both members of the LWO. Um, It was a very high-flying, quick-paced match, as uh, uh, as you could imagine it to be. Um, went to a commercial, come back off the commercial and the doctors were looking at Ray Mysterio. The um, first time ever that an actual legitimate injury has stopped a match that I can remember, like on a television show, or television uh, programme for a while. Uh, Ray got hurt. I'm not quite sure. I don't think it was a suicide dive. I think it may have happened before that, but I don't think the suicide dive helped because he, his head went back... Um, he may have been concussed i'm not sure they ended up stopping the match the 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 real well the, the actual uh ending of the match was supposed to be santos going clean over ray mysterio um but they obviously had to stop the match due to ray being unable to compete uh obviously we hope it's not serious and we hope we, he, he gets back in the action so you know um quite a weird one that dave and quite you know it it, it threw me all that when it happened
1: Yeah, same. Um, I think the last time I remember it happening was uh, Moxley and Hangman in AEW. Um, But certainly in WWE, I can't remember a match being stopped for a long, long time. With it being, as you say, you don't think it was a suicide dive, but anything around head, they don't take any chances anymore, which is the right thing to do. Uh, Interesting to learn that Santos was going to be winning this because I wasn't sure whether Ray was going to go over. So I suppose it didn't affect the overall plan too much. Um, And in all fairness, out of the two, we we spoke about this the other week, you know, Ray Mysterio, he's 48 years old, I think. Yeah. Um, Is it time for somebody, you know, like a Santos Escobar to be given a bigger opportunity? Um, maybe so I've got no complaints with the winner. Um, but yeah, best best wishes to Rey Mysterio.
0: And interestingly enough, I, I assume that this would this match would happen at SummerSlam, the, the winner of this and, and against Austin Fury, but it's actually happening on SmackDown in two weeks. i WWE giving up on Austin Fury a little bit here.
1: It's certainly not not got the traction they would have liked given how much effort they put in, and obviously. So putting him with Vince McMahon to begin with, as well, that was kind of a uh, you know. There's not too many wrestlers been given that opportunity to work at close hands or close quarters with Vince. Um, I was going to make a joke then, but I better not. Um, oh. no, 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 I won't. I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep it PG. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, he certainly he, he certainly isn't as over as they would like him to be. You know he does. He's not as confident or as capable on the microphone as some of the others. Either, um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's like they spent so much time on him. They don't want to give up on him. And he was already put in a difficult situation with his cashing, uh, and he kind of rebuilt himself a little bit. And he went into WrestleMania with a Cena match. But since then, it's been kind of he hasn't really had much to shout about. There hasn't been too much momentum, not from what I've seen, anyway. Hmm. Um, I don't think Santos Escobar is the man to beat him for the title, though.
0: No, who do you who who, who would you imagine?
1: I, I still think they they circle back to LA Knight at some point. Um, I think I think that was what a lot of people were expecting, given the fact that he didn't win Money in the Bank. Um, they thought we were going to get a US title reign, and I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. Um, obviously, the crowd really into LA night and he's kind of transitioned now, if not fully, he's kind of all the, almost all the way there in terms of a face turn. Um, you know, he was, a, he was a bit of a tweener. He was, you know, in between uh, personas uh, for a while, um, but I, I definitely think given the reaction he gets, they've got no choice of him to make him a face. And with the US title, I think that would help. Um, raise the the stock of the title a little bit as well so I think that's I think that's the overall you know where we end up
0: yeah I would have thought so and then kudos to Michael Cole for making a, a quite yeah a fairly amusing comment when uh Austin the fury was watching the match in the uh I don't know in one of those boxes and he's he's there on his own and Michael Cole win it Austin's there of all his friends
1: yeah that was a good that's quite, oh. that's quite interesting Well i
0: Michael Cole For I'll
1: give Andy's best commentator of all time credit for that one Oh, they, all time, all of all time, all yeah, time. all time. Um, starting Excalibur.
0: Um, backstage. Yeah, we go backstage. Uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, uh Charlotte. Bianca Belair was there. Chelsea Green, sonny Deville come in. Uh, Charlotte comes in and basically says, "I'm going to team with Bianca. We're going to go against you girls." And Bianca's like, uh-uh. and, "Uh," and Charlotte goes to make it official. Um, and then all of a sudden Hit Row, uh, come out and yeah, I think the crickets hit the, hit the, uh, walls when they come out and then they're interrupted by LA Knight who calls top dollar, uh, is it uncle Phil from, uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. you just didn't know that uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince was rapping, said yeah. that we fab uh, had a tingle in her loins because she was horny for him. Ends up being a shanty, um, I think that's just to give LA Knight some time on TV and and just burying the group that they're just burying in the minute anyway.
1: Yeah, a bit of mic time. Um, get his finisher over a little bit more as well. The blunt force trauma there. Yes. Um, that he picked up the win. Um, these guys. So they those guys were with Swerve in NXT, and they were were they were they popular in NXT yes. because they just say yeah. I don't know if it's just because they're not got swerve, or I don't know. I don't know because they left and brought them back. I think so. Maybe they've been caught in the in between the politics, similar to a carrying Cross, um, similar to Eric Young, who who kind of obviously left because of the the changes. He came back, and then when Vince was back involved, he was out of there. So maybe Hit Row are the the biggest kind of the the biggest victims of the the change in creative direction.
0: I remember Hit Row, they come up, they can't the first time. Within two weeks, they are released.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't see the... They might as well just go back down to NXT. I, I, I don't see the point in them. Uh, it
1: certainly like... doesn't seem that Vince McMahon sees a lot in them.
0: Yeah, and Triple H loves it. Well, well, they, he's the one that brought them all back. And, and he, he's running creative to a majority. I mean, Vince McMahon's just had major spinal surgery last week, I believe. So that was... Mm. Obviously, he's not going to be... I, I suppose he walked out of that. You know, you know what he's like... Um, Someone, I think someone said on there, um, when they said that he had major spinal surgery, there was a comment on the social media about what they gave him a spine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was quite crazy. And um, we did forget a bit, Um, we did forget a little bit uh, prior to it, it was uh, Jay Uso was walking out the back, uh, Grayson Waller basically got to him and said he's going to give him the Grayson Waller rub and after SummerSlam when you've lost to Roman Reigns, you can come on my show and it will be... Uh, Grayson Waller effect with little Jay. Uh, Jay also smacks him in the face, uh, and ultimately later on in the night. Uh, that is the main event, Grayson Waller versus uh, Jay Uso. Um, the women's tag was next. We already said um, that was coming up. That was already made uh, before that. Now, before that match starts is the really bit I'm interested in. They cut to the back, and there's Lashley with the profits. And he's, he's now getting them all suited and booted now. He's changing the look of the promo. More, more Angelo Dawkins, one I of mean? Yeah, it's more I mean, so Dawkins, isn't it? Yeah, he's going to say, uh, Montez was kind of already in a smart uh, look. Dawkins was just wearing like uh, sweatpants. Sweatpants, yeah. And Lashley's there in a, like a proper suit. Montez board is sort of, you know, reasonably smart. And then he's in these, and then Dawkins is in these sweatpants. Um, I said when, when I first come on to the podcast, I said to Andy, I want to see The Profits uh, and Lashley as the Hurt, and basically another form of the Hurt business, to turn Hill. I wanted Bianca to turn and go into it as well. I don't think she is, but I'm really interested to see where they go with Lashley and The Profits.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think this is good. Um, it, it, I know there was a major um uproar really when they split up the Hurt business because it, it was quite a popular faction yeah. although it didn't get it wasn't going for all that long in terms of amount of time um does this mean Cedric and um Shelton are in the show as well do you think or do you think it's just a new direction new faction and um and it's I suppose the, the aim of it really is, is to build Lashley back up, I suppose, as, you know, elevate the other talent as well. But, you know, you've got yeah. to be seeing Lashley as a as a top-tier guy these days.
0: I would have thought that it, this is going to be a new direction. Um, I don't think we'll see any of the older ones. But, well, you know, I suppose you go got a MVP. But he's on Raw, I believe, with Omos. I know. Is Omos a free agent? I don't even know what was going on with that anymore. Yeah, um, I think he was. Oh, OK. Um, so, in that case, maybe you can see Omos an MVP. But... Um, yeah, I think the new direction. Um, I think this is also to help Montez Ford get into that position where he can start, you know, getting ready for a run at one of the not necessarily Roman, but you know, the, one of the titles,
1: intercontinental, but, maybe, yeah,
0: single, single, uh, single title. I don't or know. US, yeah, or US, yeah, yeah, it'd be US running on SmackDown, yes, exactly. That. But I'm interested to see where that goes, and hopefully, in the coming weeks, we'll they'll get that small, maybe even as early as SummerSlam, something will happen um, and they will uh, come together and we'll see what, ha- what happens with those um, the women's tag match was was pretty much short and sweet um, Charlotte Bianca Belair picked up the win there really wasn't a lot to this match, so obviously there's a uh, the triple threat at SummerSlam um, but yeah, pretty much run of the mill uh, the, the women's tag team champions haven't won since they won the title, um, which it doesn't surprise me one bit Um, Yeah, with the way they're doing it. But, you know, we're saying about this on AEW, about booking the division better, and WWE ain't doing much better with it.
1: Not on SmackDown. Not on SmackDown. I I think you'd give Raw the edge in terms of the women's booking in in WWE. Um, Obviously, Rhea Ripley. um, You've had more. Actually, Sonia and um, Chelsea's run has been on Raw, hasn't it? Um, Yeah. Um, but when it's come after SmackDown, as you say, they've defended the titles and they've just lost. Um, yeah. So a strange one, a strange one. I don't know why you build up a team so much in order to put the belts on them. And then as soon as you do, um, you book them as an inferior team. You know, the fact yeah. that you, the fact that Charlotte and Bianca are about to face each other um, and the fact that Chelsea and Sonya have just taken the titles, there's a perfect opportunity there to give the champs a win. And create some friction or more friction between the challenges, yeah. so yeah, could have been better.
0: Could have been better. Definitely could have been better.
1: Um, Bailey was
0: backstage of Io Sky. She's still getting spooked by Shotzi. Uh, they had a she opened up a bag, I think, and there was more of Shotzi's hair in it. Um, they then announced uh, a SummerSlam Battle Royal. Listen, we've just had two weeks worth of Battle Royals on uh, AEW. we had the. we had the. Um, was it the casino? And oh, no, that was.
1: The tag one and the Royal Rampage that, was week that's before it. that. So they're doing the SummerSlam uh
0: Battle Royal uh on Saturday. Um uh, and we're gonna have uh LA Knight is gonna be one of the guys in it, as well as Seamus. And they're gonna go against each other next week as well. I we and Pierce Recording have the lineup uh sorted out next week. Is that just
1: lazy booking though? I mean, just, well, I thought I must have missed something as to what, what does the winner of the battle royal get? The winner of the SummerSlam Battle Royal.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know. There's nothing there. Because
1: when there. when LA Knight first started talking, I thought they were going to go into the winner would get a US title shot or something, but yeah. they just didn't. And then I thought maybe I've missed something. And I was gonna I was gonna rewind it back. Um, but yeah, just a Battle Royal for the sake of a Battle Royal. Um, yeah, you, you got to have some stakes. You got to have something on the line. You've got to have something that the winner ultimately goes on. Uh, of course, it just stops dead. And, and yes, they it, it could turn it into an annual tournament. Um, but the Andre the Giant tournament, as much as I appreciate the um, tip in the cap and um, paying the respect to Andre the Giant, it's not like one of the most... <laughs> Looked forward to matches on the WrestleMania card. It wasn't even on the WrestleMania card this year. It was on the SmackDown before. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. If it doesn't lead to anything, you've got to say it's lazy and it's just a way of getting a few more guys on the card, which, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. A, a card with LA Knight on and Sheamus is better than one without it for me. But I would rather, a, I'd rather a singles match between those two, to be honest. Yeah,
0: which we'll get next week uh, or this yeah. week, should we say? Uh, maybe they'll announce something on SmackDown uh, this week, and we, maybe more, we'll bit more, make it a bit more worth it. Yeah, um, Carry Cross, Carl Anderson next. Um, there was a little back and forth for a bit, but Cross pretty much dominated this. I love his finisher, the Final Prayer. By the way, I think that's yeah. uh, a brilliant finisher. Um, are they finally getting to a point where they're trying to get Carry and Cross to that level that we know that he's at?
1: So I'm conflicted with this because of what they did with him the other week with AJ. Um, yeah. But but I'm a Carry and Cross fan, and I thought when they bought him back, he was going to be one of the top stars, and he just hasn't been. But on the flip side, he's looked really good this week. He got the entrance. Uh, he got you know he got the the win over Kyle Anderson. But I hate what they've done to Kyle Anderson as well. Like they're just similar to Hit Row. They're just jobbers, they? now. They're just they just go out and they they're just used as enhancement talent, really. Um, and I hate that. I I really do. I think I think Kyle Anderson is much better than that. You know, look you look at some of Kyle Anderson's matches in Japan. Um, mm. Some of the Good Brothers matches in Impact. Um, yep. They deserve better than this. So on one hand, I'm really pleased that they finally seem to be. Doing something and going somewhere with carrying cross, um, disappointed for well the the whole club. You know the whole Anderson, Gallows, and uh, Mechin, yeah. They're just yeah, uh, uh, enhancement talent and best at the minute.
0: Yeah, it is a shame, and I, I do hope they uh, elevate Cross. A little. I've always liked carrying Cross, and uh, I think they messed it up. I mean, he, when he re-debuted was with roman reigns and you were like oh okay yeah and then he went nowhere since then so hopefully this is the uh return to form and to return to better booking of carry and cross yeah. and the oc well i'll have to just wait and see you've it. got
1: to think i mean i don't know how much they've talked about but it was obviously a financially um financial decision to go back to WWE. i don't think it's the being the best decision for their career, them career wise. No. They were doing some good stuff in Impact. They appeared in AEW a few times yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now they're just kind of part of the roster. They're just there. And you know what? Some wrestlers might be quite happy just turning up, taking a paycheck and, and going home. But I think their talent deserves better than that.
0: It uh, definitely does. Yeah. It, they, they,
1: are, they are very much
0: underused and undervalued. Uh, there Now, it, we go straight into main event, Jay Uso, Grayson Waller. Um, obviously, Uso picks up the win. Grayson Waller looks really strong in this as well, which is kind of a thing where I think that WWE know that they're on to something with him. He did the people's elbow, uh, or the Australian elbow, or whatever it was, um, which, which raised a few eyebrows because, uh, literally, um, because... Um, nice. Yeah, I had to get it in somehow. They were saying that. Well, there has been rumours, although some of the writers have said they're unaware of it, that potentially Grayson Waller is calling the Rock out for SummerSlam. Um, there's a writers' strike in America at the minute, so there's no films being made. He hits the people's elbow. Roman Reigns laughs his head off when he when he saw it because he Roman was at, at that point Roman Reigns. Was, had come out and was watching it. Joseph picks up the win. He gets a spear and a spike uh, to end SmackDown. But do you think that Grayson Waller is certainly, WWE can see something in him, and what do you reckon the chances are of hearing uh, a certain
1: music of the Great One on Saturday? I think there's a few things. I think they they obviously think a lot of Grayson Waller in the position they've put him in. Uh, mm. and his talk show actually as far as talk show segments he's fairly entertaining he's very very competent on the microphone uh, and even his backstage segment with J.U. so earlier on in the night was pretty entertaining so yeah. I've got no problem with that I could definitely see The Rock being involved with, um, with Grace and Waller in terms of hitting a rock bottom and people's elbow and you know not so much a match but um, yeah, a, a part of the show whether that will be on SummerSlam or yeah. in the future remains to be seen um interestingly, you know, we were talking about the bloodline um, storyline, perhaps going a little bit st- stagnant at the minute. Um, what a way to inject some fresh life into it than the introduction of The Rock. Um, and if they they played something into something with that, even if it's a backstage segment prior to the main event at SummerSlam, uh, I think that would be very, very interesting. And um, we may be one step closer to getting the match that has been rumoured for the last few years at WrestleMania with The Rock one on one against Roman Reigns,
0: yeah, uh, I I would like to. You, you can't really have The Rock on a show and not have him in, at least go face to face with Roman, can you? Really,
1: you know, even well, if
0: it's just walking backstage. Last
1: time, what remind me Ed. Um, last time Rock was on a show with Roman, were they? Was he kind of raising his hand? Or that was, was Royal Rumble. Thinking? Um, that was the Royal Rumble.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. That may have been the last time that he was in a ring with Roman.
1: Yeah. And the, Roman hasn't really said much about The Rock in his promos, as far as, far as I can remember. Mm. Um, you would expect a few more heavier hints being dropped if if The Rock were, was about to show up. But as you say, circumstantial with the writer's strike uh, in Hollywood, um, there may be an opportunity there for The Rock to do something. And, and working with someone with Grayson Waller would be the obvious thing. But you would like to think they wouldn't miss an opportunity um, to link it, an appearance in with the bloodline as well, even if it's just a tease.
0: Or well, it's a hot, maybe like give Jay a pep talk ahead of the match or something along those lines to sort of, you know.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe he goes to see both and um, maybe Roman doesn't appreciate the visit or, you know, something to that effect. I'm sure there's something that they can do um, to kind of, uh, wet the whistle and uh, mm. yeah, get the internet and everybody else talking about that potential huge match again, which you know we're we're expecting at the minute Cody Roman next year or I am that's that's the match I see Roman reigns in, and I think Cody perhaps ends the story. um but things can change and um things can change very quickly in the WWE
0: well, they could always do it at the rumble. Well, yeah, well, exactly. they needed to
1: potentially. Uh, look, we don't know if he's going to show up. It, it's just heavily rumored now because of. Well, listen, the the one thing you would say about Roman and the Rocket, we wouldn't need the title. You know, it'd yeah. be a huge match without it. So if yeah, if Cody has beat Roman before, then um, and they've spun off into um, more like the Tribal Chief or the Samoan um, dynasty and bloodline story, then then yeah, the title wouldn't necessarily be needed to be around Roman's waist. He's done a thousand days. Uh he's ta- he's overtaken. Um is he on the way to overtaking Bob Backland next? Is it is it Bob Backland, Hulk Hogan, and um Bruno in front of him? Yeah, I think so. So how far do they go with that? You know, I can't imagine he's gonna beat Bruno's. No. But would do they want to keep this going until he overtakes Hulk Hogan? You think awesome. somebody's got to at some point?
0: Yeah, probably they'll probably do. It. I mean, I think Gunter's gonna hit the Ongy Tonk man's record. Just because yeah, I I know, I know they're gonna. I know
1: they want to take it off long, don't then. Yeah, yeah. It's about time to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. So we'll see if that music hits. And if you, if it is announced that Grayson Waller's got a section or, or the Grayson Waller effect, then yeah, I think a lot of people will be pretty sure that the great one will be making his presence known. Where
0: you so that gives us more. If that gives you an idea to what if you wanted to watch Summer Slam, you just do it for that reason. Um, yeah, SmackDown this week. I I wasn't a fan of of, of it. Uh, really, I thought it was run of the mill. It, nothing. It was good. It was good. It was passable without being excellent. And, and I think yeah. I, I gave it a six and a half.
1: Yeah, six. I might push to six and a half. I was thinking around a six to be honest. I've seen much better episodes of SmackDown, and it's relative, you know. Just because I score AEW a seven one week and SmackDown a six, it, it, it's relative to what the shows that they kind of produce and they can come up with. So I've seen some really good SmackDown since I've been watching WWE again. Last week wasn't one. This one was better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully when Summer Sam's gone, we can get back to some top tier, some top tier weekly television again because they're capable of it each and every week.
0: Yes, they are indeed. Um, but there you go. There you have it. That was SmackDown. Well, obviously, re- there is the, the two go-home shows this week: uh, Raw tonight, uh, which we will probably do tomorrow, uh, SmackDown on Friday, which we'll probably do Saturday at some point. Uh, there's no heavy rush to, you know, we, we, well, we'll have to do it Saturday because obviously we've got um, SummerSlam. I believe Andy may be joining us for the SummerSlam review. Um, did-
1: are we doing a SummerSlam prediction show or are we just doing a
0: review? Wow, you got it. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should now. You've said it. You said it live on, on the recorder. So yes. maybe we need to do that Friday.
1: We'll ask Twitter. If Twitter want a prediction show, we'll do a prediction show. I will show.
0: put that out there right now and we'll see. If they, if they want us to do a SummerSlam prediction show, we will do that on Friday. I will. Uh, do
1: you know I finished the AW podcast with my Kenny Omega homage? Yes. I think, I think you should be smelling with a certain someone he's. Perhaps cooking. Smelling
0: if... what? <laughs>
1: I think you should smell what um smell what the rocks cooking for your little sign off for this one. I think you, that could aim well. You want me to do the rocks? I think it'd be fitting. Smell... I think it would be fitting. If I've got to be a performing monkey, then you've got to be too. You just
0: you chose to be the performing monkey on, on, on AEW. Yes,
1: yeah, uh, that's, that's fair. Fair, fair.
0: And you've messed it up twice out of the three times
1: you've had to do it anyway. I know, I know. The one time I did it without thinking about it, it was the only time it it went well. It the, went the other well. two times, I've either said it wrong, started again, or said it in the wrong order. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. I was just trying to maybe think of an LA an LA night way of ending uh, the, uh, the 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 SmackDown review, but uh, I, I can't think of a of of, of how I could do it. With LA and I he can't really say acknowledge me because we haven't, it's not really fit in for the show. Uh, got a rock then?
1: Away you go. You you seriously want me to? You seriously want me to do this? I, I've got like no. I think our I think our audience demand it. The audience demand it. Yeah, just checking Twitter. Yeah, you you know you're on Twitter. So don't even go there
0: uh am I I don't know if
1: you know if the rock appears at Summerslam then you have to close out the Summerslam review with it how about that
0: that I that I will do if if the rock I tell you what if the rock appears at Summerslam I will start the review with finally and I'll end it with if you smell what the rock is if if you smell the rock is cooking right but... that is fair okay. But this has been the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast with the Megastar. Oh, I was going to do my name. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Here we go. That's it. Anyway, this has been the uh, the in the Turnbuckle podcast with the Smackdown show. He has been Dave Robinson. I have been Adam Cousins. And we will do this all again tomorrow, guys. But until then, buckle down and stay safe. Hey, everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.